beautiful Thursday evening and you're tuned in to Unscripted with Liv. I'm your host, Olivia Tutu, the podcast butterfly. Thank you so much for joining me again as we conclude the love series we had in the month of February. Today I'm a little bit emotional, but again, I'm excited because I'm with one of my favorite persons on planet Earth and he's going to help us uh, discuss in-depth questions that you guys have been asking me in my inbox. So do stay tuned and like I always say, while you're tuned into Unscripted with Liv, make sure you're drinking or sipping on some good cup of coffee, tea, or water, or whatever beverage that best suits your need. I am with Coach Kenny. Good evening. Good evening. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm excited and I'm happy to be a part of the podcast. Thank you so much. So today it's basically relationship Q&A from the different listeners that have been tuning in, especially for the love series in February. Oh yeah. Yes. So without wasting much of your time, I'm going to go to my first question. And if at all you do have any other question after this episode, please do forward them to me or I can share with you Coach Kenny's handles, social media handles. So um, the first question is, I don't know why, but it has to do with sex. Okay, let's do that. Yes. Uh, The first question is, how does sex affect a relationship? So to start with, it depends on... Uh, the people that are in a relationship number one if you are christians mm-hmm. and you're in a relationship there's something to do with purity and if you're going to indulge in sex definitely your relationship will be affected negatively and uh, if you are just mere people in a relationship and when it comes to sex you're going to find yourself not not being able to come at a place where you probably envision and not probably mm-hmm. where you see yourself coming as a as a couple and everything. So I would say sex does affect negatively every relationship in all sense because mm-hmm. uh, when you di- when you indulge yourself in that line in that aspect, you're going to find yourself doing what is supposed not to be done, mm-hmm. and you're going to find yourself thinking what what is not supposed to be thought. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> So definitely it does affect the relationship negatively. So if you want to make a relationship work, I would say the best that you can do is don't indulge in sex. So no sex in a relationship. Yeah, that's what I would advise. Okay, uh, the second question is, how do you keep the flame burning in the relationship after the pursuit is done? That's probably coming from a guy. Number one, uh, (laughs) every relationship has got everything to do with uh, excitement. So mm-hmm. if you're going to be in a relationship, the partner has to be excited and the partner has to receive the excitement. So you as a, an individual, mm-hmm. let's say a guy, you have a role to play to, to help a woman to be able to come at a place where she's excited and to help her to come at a place where she's able to feel wanted and needed. Because mm-hmm. it's one thing for you to be in a relationship, it's another thing for you to be able to convey whatever it is and whatever a relationship has for of you mm-hmm. so like for a woman a woman can uh, probably respect you mm-hmm. well when you as a man does the need for which is respecting her or probably taking care of her mm-hmm. in the best way mm. if a man doesn't <laughs> take care of a woman in the best way then definitely she's not going to be able to come at a place where she can respect the man so if you're going to need 
a woman to respect you the best way you need as a man to take care of her you need as a man to provide for her you need as a man to do the need for the the need the nitty gritties mm-hmm. of you so um you you spoke about excitement like you you need to be at a place where you're excited yeah. so that the other person receives the excitement what excitement are you talking about no, like I'll, I'll give an example you know like relationships when mm-hmm. when a relationship is starting it's easy for a man to be excited and do the exciting activities and everything. Get your flowers. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Right? But after the relationship is settled, it becomes something where the man can get used in uh-huh. better commas, mm-hmm. used to it where they, they no longer do what is expected of them. Mm-hmm. So what I would say about excitement is where you need to know what your woman find exciting mm-hmm. when you know what your woman find exciting you as a man you can do the needful to be able to bring up at mm-hmm. a place where she find the relationship exciting yeah. so number one the woman i'm talking from a place of a man <laughs> yeah i know as a, uh-huh. as a man as a man yeah so as a man you need to be able to learn and to you need to take some time to learn your woman mm-hmm. you need to know what what does she find exciting mm-hmm. as as like my partner she's she's me mm. <laughs> she's my you know right? yeah, so, the partner that yeah. we don't know <laughs> we should see her anyway yeah. uh-huh. you need to know what your partner finds exciting mm-hmm. and you need to know what you communicate out loud to mm-hmm. your partner mm-hmm. because it's always going to be very different what you can find exciting for another partner is not what you're going to find exciting for your partner mm-hmm. so if you're going to do something with your partner it should be your partner so mm-hmm. definitely so do you do you advise for men to stick to the tone that they introduce a woman to take for instance when a man is asking a woman out mm-hmm. there's the roses there's the airtime there's the going out should that continue even uh, five years down the relationship or maybe say, certain things would stop i would say uh before you even come to that place you need to be able to because you know whatever you're going to communicate to a woman you need to stick to it and you need to build on it two things mm-hmm. stick to it build and build on it. it yeah so if you can't build on what you've gotten to introduce to a woman then definitely that's fake and that's wrong so i would advise a man to be able to only introduce something to a woman something that can they can build on mm-hmm. and something that they can stick to mm-hmm. so if it's going to be something that you're able to build on stick on then well and good that's the only thing that i can say and and, and what's the job of a woman in that regard if let's say the man is sticking to what he yeah. introduced her to and he's building on it what does the woman do to make the man feel yeah. loved and appreciated in the I would, relationship? I would, I would say it should be less of what the woman should make the man feel and more what the woman should learn and what the woman should discover. Here's something that is true. If a woman is able to learn and discover what the man is, because sometimes somebody will do something of their ability mm-hmm. and they are only doing that for the woman mm-hmm. and probably what the woman has to do and need to do is probably lend the man mm-hmm. so that at the end of the day you don't you don't buy whatever it is that they bring to you mm-hmm. because it is something that is true a man can easily bring something on your table and a woman can 
buy into whatever that it is that the man brings uh-huh. on the table and what the woman needs to do is they not need they, they they don't need to buy what the man brings on the table mm-hmm. but they need to take some time to learn and when they take some time to learn it's going to be very easy for them to be able to make a decision after they've gotten to understand to say okay from whatever it is that this man wanted me to to learn or wanted me to know I've probably gotten to learn more than everything and the, and the like so, so it's a, yeah it's basically learning each other at the yeah, end of the day exactly to make it exciting. Exactly. Yeah. I hope you guys are learning cuz hey. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so this is for us the single people. How can you be <laughs> the single people? <laughs> How can you be single and content? Uh, here's something. I'll take it from the perspective of God. Mm-hmm. Uh, when it comes to a relationship, you have number one to be sure that God is has got a backing or whatever it is that you're working into. Mm-hmm. And uh, before that, if uh, you're not working in a relationship you need to take some time just to be you and to find yourself before the face of god so that means the aspect of you being content has got a connection with you having a relationship with god so if you don't if if you do not have a relationship with god you're not going to be content you're so, going to be you're going to ask yourself a bunch of unnecessary okay questions. but yeah. there's that kind of thing where you already have the relationship yeah. with god but then there are those moments when it just hits and i'm like mm, it would make sense to have a girlfriend the question the question is how much do you read and study the word of god so it all draws back to how committed yeah. you are to how, 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 how committed are you with the god because you know it's one thing to be working with god it's another thing to be opening the bible because even people that say i have a relationship with god mm-hmm. they don't open the bible oh, yeah. so you need to ask yourself how much do i open the bible mm-hmm. how much do i pray mm-hmm. because you need to pray every day yeah and you need to open the bible every day every so day. When, when you are able to do that it's going to be easy for you to be way too content mm-hmm. when you're single because you know my singleness has got a backing of the holy spirit and has mm-hmm. got a backing of god so you can only be content when you're single yeah, exactly. when you have a strong relationship yeah. with god you're constantly communicating yeah. with him Very okay important. um this is something that also i have gotten to ask and wonder especially in my previous relationships so this is a question coming from a female i presume sure the question is why is it hard for guys to pursue sexual purity the reason why it's hard for guys okay i'm speaking from a perspective for a fact that i'm a guy and yeah um, the emphasis <clears throat> yeah uh, uh-huh. two three things number one three i'm things. a therapy <laughs> therapist mm-hmm. number two i talk to guys mm-hmm. number, number three i'm a guy <laughs> okay so, so yeah. therapist you talk to guys and yes. you're a guy so if i'm going to share something it's going to be it's going to come from a place where I've gotten to speak to certain people mm-hmm. and I've gotten to listen to them and I know them. And the reason why it's very hard for guys to pursue sexual, sexual purity. Mm-hmm. Number one, you know, uh, every guy in a relationship, what, one thing that they are looking for is for them to be at a place where they are able to uh, just use words. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is a safe space. Yeah, I know. So, yeah i know it and i was trying uh-huh. to be very careful what uh-huh. i'm going to say but trust me if a guy is going to be in a relationship mm-hmm. one thing they are looking for is sex mm-hmm. so 
for sex. Even Christian guys, yes. Yes. <laughs> they feel <laughs> my sisters. Like, like I, I can tell you something that is true. Everyone yeah. has got feelings. So yeah. you can be a Christian, you can be a ma in inverted commas. Mm-hmm. I'm doing gestures. <laughs> <laughs> they can't see no okay, gestures. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. So I'm doing gestures and they can say even a man of God mm-hmm. does have feelings. True. So for them to be able to meet the need of what they feel. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, meet the need of what they feel mm-hmm. is they're going to push themselves in wanting to be, to be at a place where they sleep with somebody. Mm-hmm. If it's not going to be in that line, they're definitely going to find themselves wanting to just be with somebody. Mm-hmm. So it's a two-way thing. So you can either sleep with somebody mm-hmm. or be with somebody. Now here's something. The funny thing about men, mm-hmm. when you are with somebody, you feel content when you sleep with somebody you feel more content more and just mm-hmm. so that's mm-hmm. about guys so now the truth of the matter is this mm-hmm. uh, you can be a christian mm-hmm. but still want to sleep with somebody mm-hmm. and the reason why you want to do that is because of what you're feeling in the moment mm-hmm. and uh, you you can be a christian want to be around somebody mm-hmm. because of what you are feeling in, in the, the moment, moment. Uh-huh. so what is most important to the understanding of a woman or a man is in the moment there are going to be feelings mm-hmm. in the moment there are going to be stuff that you want to indulge or undertake mm-hmm. so, it, so has, it, has, it all comes back to your level of control so would we would it be safe in fact would it be right for me to say guys are sexual beings like i mean we both male and female but when you say sexual beings what do okay and <laughs> i, I feel like yeah. i i feel like guys are deep into sex and mm-hmm. to some extent it just makes it seem like um when they look at a woman the only thing they see is a sex object and not really somebody they can build with not really somebody that cuz i think for guys sex is primary well yeah. while as for women sex is not really primary and so it's like you're getting into a relationship with this person because you want companionship you want to talk to somebody you want somebody to listen to you and then for the guys it's like they want to have sex yeah so how can you then strike a balance would, and also for yeah. the fact that the man wants to pursue purity and you want to do a godly relationship a man wants to pursue purity could it be okay uh, from what you've gotten to say i would say uh not every one of them mm-hmm. i would classify because there are certain uh group of guys mm-hmm. that have an understanding of what it means to be a child of god yeah. and what is expected of them mm-hmm. and uh, when it comes to actions and activities mm-hmm. they draw everything from the perspective of them being children of, of god, god yeah. but a bunch of guys uh, if we're going to talk about ma- uh, majority then definitely we're going to say to say the uh, majority does look at a woman as, as a um, sex, sex object. object yeah so if we are drawing everything from a perspective of our majority then definitely we're doing that but if we are not doing that if we're just saying guys then i would say there are certain guys that have got uh, a self work before the sight of god they have a self work before what is expected of them and they are pursuing yeah. purity yeah there are few there are few yeah, you, you, yeah, very sure. Um, I will need one. Okay, so <laughs> um, the other question. Sure. This is something that I actually experienced. Um, 
somebody just came to me and asked me this question okay. and they didn't really it was in person so they didn't really necessarily type it out and say hey i would like you to tackle this question but i felt it strongly because i think i wouldn't be comfortable as well so the question is is it okay for your partner to compliment a woman in your presence i think uh, this also goes for both males yeah. and females yeah can females compliment a man here's something uh, i would talk about um, the social needs and uh, the love language for every partner so before we come to even that place you need to be able to know and understand what does my partner communicate and understand as a love language when you know that it's going to be easy for you to be able to talk that particular question which is is it okay to compliment another person sex opposite sex and in your presence there are certain people that are okay with that there are certain people that are not okay with that so <coughs> but generally speaking uh, we can trust me we it can't can be generalized in the sense that everything has got everything to do with what uh, what um, couples discuss and talk before they come to a place where they're able to do and handle certain stuff so it goes with if if we say a couple says uh, it goes with the couple. <laughs> it goes. So if at all the other person is not okay about it, it's okay for them to voice it out. If they are not okay. Yes. Like let's say um, I'm with my boyfriend and then mm-hmm. he compliments another woman and it doesn't sit well with me and then I tell him and then he's just like. You you can do that the first time. Then after your partner communicates to say I'm not fine with what you've gotten to do, you can change and you do it different the next time. Mm-hmm. So it goes with. Uh, what your partner says the first time that you do but majority of the time i think ladies are not okay with complimenting another lady even guys they are going to punch you i'll punch you yeah i just don't think it sits well yeah it's 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 not right it all goes with the relationship and everything that's going on it's the relationship and the level of communication definitely yeah so this is probably um my last question i hope uh, the question is, how is it possible to have a relationship without fornication? So, how do you show affection to your partner without really fornicating? It all goes back to what uh, you bring on the table as a couple. Uh, fornication has got everything to do with what you didn't talk about when the relationship was started. And uh, avoiding fornication has got everything to, to do with what you talk about as a couple and uh, from that place from that sense when you talk about like boundaries mm-hmm. because you need to be able to set boundaries mm-hmm. as a couple mm-hmm. so when you set boundaries it's going to be able to be channeled from a place of okay this is where we want to be and this is what we want to achieve and this is who we want to become as a couple and also it's going to also ask of you like by this time you are probably going to settle down when you know when you're going to settle down as a couple, it becomes easy for you to be able to overcome aspects of fornication. But when you do not know when you're going to settle down, it becomes a little more challenging for you to overcome because you're going to fornicate not because you want, but because you do not have a direction of life of what you want to achieve, a direction of what you want to attain to, and you do not probably have a direction of what it is that you'll be doing along the road of your relationship so i've i've come across couples who say uh 
the end goal is marriage like we want to get married so it's okay even if we start having sex now because at the end of the day we're going to get married and i think most people in the christian circle where i've been they talk about um when they tell you to not have sex they usually talk about soul ties how you're going to sleep with different people and then be connected to their souls and whatnot and so here's somebody who says okay i'm gonna sleep with this person and i'm gonna get married to them is it still okay or maybe that's still fornication that's still fornication for the fact that you're not um, married it still comes back to to a place of fornication so the only thing that you have to do is you need to know if i know this is fornication Mm -hmm. i need to be able to strike a balance and i need i need to push myself at a place where i need to be the place where I need to be is marriage. Mm-hmm. If it's not marriage, then it's fornication. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So this is a question for me. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> From what you said at the beginning, you talked about how a man is supposed to respect a woman and provide for her and stuff yeah. like that. And I think um, there has been a debate concerning provision where yeah. the man has to provide for a woman. And usually women look at it from the financial perspective yeah. like when the bible says a, a man women, is supposed to most women, most women yeah. yeah uh when the bible says yeah. a man is supposed to provide so you feel like okay when i need this much i should call him and stuff like that is that how it works in a relationship is it when i'm in a relationship with a guy should i expect him to buy me groceries for the fact that i'm in school or buy me uh lotion body cream and whatnot or maybe the provision is when he feels like or maybe it's a duty like for the fact that you're in a relationship with me you have to do it you can't be a man and expect the relationship to work out if you don't do what is expected of you as a man so number one there are responsibilities that are expected of a man mm-hmm. and there are responsibilities that are expected of a woman mm-hmm. so in in the in the in the example that you've given mm-hmm. i would say a man is expected of him to be able to take care of a woman to be able to take care of a relationship two things a man is expected of him to take care of a woman mm-hmm. and a relationship mm-hmm. the taking care of a woman has got uh, callings and has got questions of her of, of him to do the the two things which is buying whatever she, the woman needs and doing whatever the woman demands mm-hmm. and uh, probably helping the woman push through and come to a place where she's supposed to be so it's it's a responsibility of a man to is it is it okay for a woman to ask for money directly very much okay. i'm asking yes. for 500 kwacha yes. <laughs> guys and you heard the, the only reason why i say it's okay mm-hmm. it's um the woman can only do that when he is gotten to learn the man mm-hmm. and he knows what he's able to do if the woman wants to say is able to give me this much mm-hmm. she's okay and allowed to ask that much mm-hmm. it's the responsibility of a man to give and and provide for them for the woman so mm-hmm. it's okay for a woman to ask anything depending on how she's gotten to learn him mm-hmm. and what he's able to do mm-hmm. so for those of you guys who keep on saying i love money you've heard from coach kenny it's okay yeah. <laughs> it's very much okay it's very much okay thank you so much for coming sure, through I appreciate we it. have come to the end of this episode but before you go i would like you to say something in relation to relationships something that you feel young yeah. people should know as they get into relationships 
Uh, and marriage too. One one thing that I can say, if you are going to make your relationship work out, you need to be you need to have a relationship with God. Mm-hmm. If you are going to have a relationship with God, it's going to be easy for you to effectively be able to give yourself in a relationship. It's going to be easy for you to be able to make a relationship work out. So God is more important than anything. So at the end of the day, God should be at the center and at the top of everything. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming through. So this has been Unscripted with Liv and I've been your host, Olivia Chichi, the podcast Butterfly. Thank you so much. Like I say, I always want to listen to your views and how you found this episode. So be sure to reach out to me on Instagram at Podcast Butterfly and on Twitter at Unscripted with Liv and I'll gladly respond to you. Like I say, I'm going to say it again, I don't want to be known for what I'm against, I want to be known for what I'm for and I am for people regardless of who you are. I love you, God loves you too. Enjoy the rest of the week and before I go, so this was the end of the love series. In March, we start something different, something new.